they, yeah, I'm proud of you, man. For uh, you know, I think he is a strong enough. And depending on what Larry Fitzgerald does, he is a steady enough. Like I said, like I said in a previous podcast, he is a quarterback that pretty much can play in any system. I know Michigan has had a layoff, uh, but they won the Big Ten. My my problem isn't is not the words that she said. I mean, I'm definitely going, they're going to be my choice for the national championship. From the past that resembles anything of Jerry Richardson. Well, I, no, I agree with you. I, I, I mean, uh, like I said, I, I think he's one of the assets to the Hornets. I would hate to see him go. The defensive end out of Mississippi. Now, he's a little light. He, I believe he's around like 
you know, from the stories that I hear, uh, Andrew Luck was, you know, he was contemplating whether he was going to continue uh, playing football. I know, uh, yeah, that, know, that shoulder injury. That shoulder injury. So, you know, I, I, last year he said that he was – last couple years he was in a very low place. So it's good to see him come back. Uh, I like that. I like Andrew Luck. He's a good dude, you know, for he's good for the league. So, I mean, um, we'll just see uh, how, you know, how um, they can handle uh, this week against the uh, – who are they playing? The Chiefs. They do. They play the – uh, who do yeah, the play? Chiefs. So they got the Chiefs. They so do we'll have see the how Chiefs. it handles this week. Yeah. And like I said, for, for, um, from what I saw, um, it just that that running game, uh, you know, was the difference maker with uh with uh Mac Marlon Mac. Yeah, Mack. I believe he I believe he ran for 150 some odd yards. Something so, like that. Yeah. And I mean, in in my mind, that wasn't even expected. You know, exactly. it, it, You know, so I mean, that was just kind of like you know icing on the cake and kind of helped them to. Uh, solidify and keep that lead because I, if I'm not mistaken, they scored all 21 of those points in the first, in the first half, half, correct? In the first yeah. half, so yeah. they didn't really do too much in the second second half, and uh, you know, so um, we'll see we'll see how they do against the Chiefs. We'll get into that, uh, but before we get into that, let's uh, let's talk about the the, the next matchup uh, on that Saturday, which uh, was going on while we were in here last time. It was that uh, that Seahawks Cowboys game? Now the see uh, the Cowboys did. Pull that they game pulled out, it out. Man. Yeah, we we both and and we we both took an L on that. We, yeah. we both had the Seahawks on that. The whole panel took an uh, L on that one last <laughs> week. So you know, uh, uh, it was uh, twenty four to twenty two. The the Cowboys. Um, you know, Ezekiel uh, Ali had a great game. Uh, I think uh, what was really key for them for the Cowboys is that they shut down that running game, which. The Seahawks was really known for their their running attack. They kind of uh, you know took a step back uh, strategically on their passing game this year. They didn't put too much pressure on on Russell Wilson. Now Russell Wilson did you know get a touchdown late in the game to uh, to lock it uh, to give them an opportunity, and then they got a two point conversion, uh, which made it twenty two to twenty four. But they were unable to get a weird onside kick. Yeah, which was uh, it was more of a pooch kick. That's how you say it, a pooch kick, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so that was really weird um, with that situation. Again, those two teams were built the same. It's just that the the Cowboys were able to pull it out. They were able to uh, you know um, do more on the defensive end to to uh, to get that win. Well, you know, I, there there's in in uh, they were speaking about this actually in the Chargers Ravens game uh, as well, and we'll get to that one as well because there was a, a onside kick in that one as well. You know, kickers have had to change their strategy uh, this year because of the player safety rules. Right. You know, players uh, uh, during the onside kick now, players are not able to. They're not. They're not allowed to run up like while the kicker is about to kick the ball. And uh, you're also, uh, I believe, um, uh, there's a couple of other rule changes as well uh, with that onside kick that makes it a little different. Um, So basically now really the the main strategy that kickers employ is they try to kind of like fake kick in one way and kick the other, and they try to get it to really bounce up in the air. Uh, because again, I think the league now has ch- uh, tried to shy away from, you know, make it, having the little dribblers go across and like players crashing their heads into each other. Yeah, you know, but that kick, get- that kick, I don't think that was the strategy for because he kicked it down near midfield right to to the guy. So <laughs> it was he, you know, the the bounce, yeah, bounce kick. So it, I don't think that was 
meant to for that kick to go like that. I think he just got a little bit too much. Yeah. He put a little bit too much into it because uh, uh, Pete Carroll looked really upset <laughs> <laughs> on the sideline with that kick. So it just didn't make any sense well, with that. Well, no, I, I was going to say, I mean, it could have just been a mistake too. You I know? think it was a mistake. That's my view on it. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have just – you know, put put too much leg in it. I mean, that's that's uh, one of the the other things. Uh, one of the other themes on this weekend, the wild card weekend, was we did see some uh, some hijinks from the kickers with the double doink. The double doink. <laughs> the double doink. Oh man, in the uh, Bears Eagles game. But um, to go back to the Seahawks and the Cowboys, like you said, it was a it was a hard fought battle. Um, of course, both t- both teams lean on the running game, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know me personally, I thought that uh, Russell Wilson might make enough plays to pull it out in the end. But giving all credit to the Cowboys, I mean they had home field advantage; um, they were able to pull the game out. Um, so they will uh, move on to play the. Um, uh, they will move on and uh, and play. They play next week. They got the Rams. The Rams. That's right. They yes, play on Saturday. They, the they play the Rams. So that that's going to be a real interesting matchup, and we'll get into that as well. But I, I have to give the Cowboys credit. I mean, I you know I'm 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 not a, a fan nor a hater. I mean, I, I don't you know I don't really have any type of feeling towards the Cowboys. But I mean, they 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 definitely pulled it out. Um, in my eyes, it was uh you know I didn't think they were. I you know I thought the Seahawks were going to go in there and 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 pull that one out, but. They did. Um, they were able to make some. Uh, Amari Cooper was able to make some plays. Uh, Dak made a couple of plays as well. Um, I know near. I believe this was in the fourth quarter, um, uh, maybe early in the fourth quarter, or late in the third, when the Cowboys were driving. I think they had a third and eleven, mm-hmm. and Dak pulled the ball down and ran for fourteen yards right up against the goal line. And I think the Cowboys scored on the next play. Right. So that was a big play. So. You know, much credit as you you know as you said, Ezekiel uh, Ezekiel Elliott carried them, but uh, in the end, uh, Dak Prescott and the offense they made enough plays to pull that game out on Saturday. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting because the Seahawks, you know, they have issues uh, with their second time around playing guys. Yeah, uh, and you know, it's just a small sample size, uh, but you know, in 2018, for example, they played the Rams, so basically they played everybody in their division twice. Of course. And they yeah. ended up playing uh, the Cowboys uh, twice. twice. Too. So yeah. the first time they played the Rams, uh, they lost 31-33. And then the second time, 31-36. They beat San Francisco 43-16, but then lost the second time, yeah. 23-26. It just seems like when teams get a, a second chance to see them, uh, they're able to, to, to make some uh, adjustments. The Cardinals, they beat 20-17. Second time they beat. 27-24, and then with the Cowboys, they beat them the first time this year, 24-13, lost 22-24. to So uh, uh, the only team that they were able to beat the second time around was Cardinals, which is which uh, that team was 13-3-13 uh, and 13, uh, this year. So it just seems like the second. And it seems like, you know, the, the Seahawks type, their games are always close. They're always tough fought, but it just seems like they have uh, their uh, first time they, they met with guys uh, this year they were three and one, and the second time they were 
the opposite. They were one and three. So one and three. Yeah, well, sense. I mean, you know, it's the NFL, Mad Dog. I mean, it, it's very hard to get one victory against right. one team. So when you see a team again, um, you know, basically each time you see them, because, you know, there's been some scenarios like the Panthers last year against the Saints, they end up playing them three times in one season. Right. So, I mean, the more times you play a team, um, the harder it's going to get uh, to beat them, especially if you're seeing them multiple times in the same season. So, I mean, those stats that you just gave us, I mean, it definitely just illustrates, you know, how tough it is to – uh, you know, win that second time around or, or beat a team, uh, in you know, two times in a season, whether it be a divisional opponent or a non-divisional opponent. So, you know, as we said, uh, the Cowboys will move on to play the Rams and they play them uh, on Saturday. And we're going to get into that game uh, uh, in a few minutes. But we want to go ahead and move on uh, to talk about the Sunday games in the wild card weekend. And we'll start with the early game. Uh, the Chargers and the Ravens. The Chargers did defeat the Ravens 23-17. Um, I would say for the most part of the game, not very entertaining. Uh, the Chargers raced out to a 23-3 lead. Well, actually, not even raced out. They kind of methodically moved their way to a 23-3 lead. But then in the last uh, six or seven minutes of the fourth quarter, uh, uh, the uh the Ravens were able to get it going a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, you know, uh, it, it looked, it looked, it looked like it looked bad. Look, uh, uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson was uh, driving down the field. He looked, he looked good that last drive. Man, yeah. I was impressed with him. Last couple um, drives. Last couple drives. People were, you know, they was getting some. The team was getting some booze late in the game. And they were talking about Flacco, and then you see they Flacco stand up, put his helmet on. Yeah, man. like he was going, like, like he was going to get into the game. Get into the game, man. But I'm glad that Hardball stuck with Jackson and let him uh, ride it out and help build confidence for uh, for years to come. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, we talked about this in the podcast, man. Dog. Lamar Jackson really struggled again. The same thing what you just illustrated with the Seahawks, um, the Chargers played uh the the Ravens out in LA just a, a couple of weeks before that. Right. And uh the Ravens won that game, I believe, twenty two to ten. Right. But with that specialized offense, because you know, right now with Lamar Jackson, uh in this point in his career, he's a much better runner than he is a passer. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, they have a, a specialized offense, kind of like an offense that is was kind of similar to what the Panthers did early in Cam Newton's career. Um, a lot of running, uh, you know, so a lot of quarterback runs. Uh, but again, when you have a full week and you can just focus on that one team and you've already seen them one time before, that makes a major difference. And I, I think that made a major difference in this game. Uh, the Chargers defensive line, Melvin Egram. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of, and those guys, Joey Bosa, Joey Bosa. Yep. Those guys, they were stuffing that run. Right. Um, and they were daring Lamar Jackson to beat them with his arm. And, uh, you know, he just, he, uh, you know, until late in the game when, you know, he provided a spark for them and they were able to get a couple of late touchdowns. He just really struggled trying to move the ball up and down the field. Yeah. I think that was the difference too, was the Chargers defense, uh, against Lamar Jackson. Uh, they were able to, uh, provide that turnover. Uh, very late in the game to seal the game. And just all day they were just harassing the running game. They were harassing uh, Lamar Jackson. They just uh, Their defensive-wise, they just all around had a great game, especially uh, the, those rookies on, on that side. Definitely. Uh, you know, uh, Derwin James and, and some of them other guys, Justin Jones. Uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Ingram and, and Joey Bosa. So, um, you know, I think uh, defensive-wise uh, and that 
early surge early in the game uh, definitely definitely helped uh, them out. And I, I do want to add this real quick. Um, uh, you know, some guys did step up, uh, you know, in the trenches with some guys being out. And just want to give a shout out to uh, Brandon Maven okay. uh, with his uh, recent uh, issue uh, that he wasn't able to play. Uh, if some of you guys don't know, he did have an infant that did pass away. Oh wow! Uh, recently, no, I didn't know that. so you know that's one of their their um, top guys on, on their defense. He didn't play that game, and uh, he's looking to uh, be back to play this week against the um, against the Patriots. So they're going to be playing with a heavy heart, and uh, you know. Who knows if that's going to help them or hurt them, but you know, just shout out to uh, oh, to that situation. Definitely, definitely, definitely. My, you know, my heart definitely goes out to their family. Man, prayers go up. I mean, I know that has to be um, a tough situation. I mean, I, you know, I can't imagine, you know, the type of, uh, you know, pain in him as his family is going through. So, you know, like I said, our hearts and prayers uh, go out to the to the family of uh, Brandon Maven. Um, uh, but, you know, like and, and, and like we talked about in the last podcast and, you know, I was talking, you know, I was telling, you know, we were talking to Jody from the borough about mm-hmm. it. You know, I mean, the Chargers have a top 10 defense. Yeah. So yeah. to, you know, so to allow them to see the Ravens once again. And like I said, the Ravens right now have a specialized offense that try to accentuate um Lamar, the Lamar Jackson's the bet the better part of his game right now, which is running. Um, they were just able to key in on that. Right. You know, they brought everybody up to the line of scrimmage, or mostly everybody. Maybe had one deep safety, uh, but you know, I, the pretty much ten or ten out of the eleven guys, or nine or ten of nine or ten guys were up. 10 to 15 yards around the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. every offensive play. Mm-hmm. So they crowded the line of scrimmage, uh, forced Lamar Jackson to throw the ball and made him uh, have to beat them through the air. And uh, it almost came through in the end because yeah. those last two, he, he threw uh, two touchdowns to uh, Michael Crabtree, one for 31 yards in the fourth quarter. And I believe the other one was for 15 or 16 mm-hmm. yards. Um, so he was able to, and, and, and I think sometimes too, you know, we've talked about this mad dog teams, you know, they, they go uh, late in the game, they go into this prevent defense and it all, almost prevents them from winning. Yeah, I think that, you know, it, it, it just seemed to me, you know, when that started, when the pa- when the passes uh, for the Ravens started opening up. It was late in the game. It was only six or seven minutes left. You know, it seemed to me that there may have been a, a, a slight change in defensive philosophy that kind of made those, uh, you know, made those openings possible because, you know, earlier in the game, I mean, there was just no breathing room for the pass. Yeah, they weren't uh, having as much pressure late in the game, but, you know, that prevent, you know, uh, sometimes it when, when you play not to lose, you know, you, you, you sometimes play not to win. So uh, that almost bit them in the butt, but luckily they were able to get to him late and uh, force that fumble and, uh, and seal the game. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, the Ravens fall by the wayside, but like you said, uh, that's going to be uh, a lot of experience um, uh, for Lamar Jackson moving on. Um, John Harbaugh, the Ravens coach, Made it clear that they were uh, the Ravens yeah, were, they stick, were yeah. moving on from uh, Joe Flacco. Yeah. You know, he basically stated that 
or said that he was going to support Flacco and whatever new opportunity comes Flacco's way. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I to be honest, man, Doug, I, I've never seen a coach speak so candidly about a, a situation. Like he he made it clear, like yeah, I, I mean, he, he basically it, it basically was a, a was a was a, a shoot off from them from the reporters asking him about you know bringing Flacco in or not bringing bringing Flacco in, and basically you know he said that you know they were going to stick with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson got them to where they were going. But Flacco, you know, he felt is a good quarterback that, you know, that he's quite sure that he will go to a team that needs a starting quarterback next year. And he will, he will support him, you know, in that situation. Well, I mean, get it out of the way early. Get it out of the way. Yeah, fast. I mean, There's you no know. talk. There's no controversy in uh you know, Lamar Jackson basically saved his job. So what? Yeah, you know what I mean, what, what are you gonna do? And 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 you know, we they were they were having shots of Flacco on the sideline during the game, and he he did look a little aggravated. I will say, but yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say at the end of the day too, though. I mean, I'm sure you know he probably appreciates them being straight up with him though, and right. not you know trying to play the you know trying to play the little game. That uh, uh, that Nick Saban was playing earlier in this year with uh, Jalen Hurts and uh, Tua Tagovailoa, I believe I said. I hope I said his name right. And well, I meant to say we we may dip into a little college football playoff if we have some time. Have but some time. Uh, yeah, but it, it, I know Flacco. To get back to the point at hand, I know Flacco appreciated them being candid with him and being being upfront with him about where the team was moving in. You know, as far as a quarterback position in the future. Right. Right. No, I'm sure he appreciates that and. Uh, Best of luck to him. Yeah. <laughs> Best of luck mean, to him. That's all <laughs> you can say. What you going to say? It's Lamar Jackson's gig. He earned it. He uh, he got him into the playoffs. They look like a whole different team when he's in there. So uh, hopefully, you know, he can uh, continue to grow and continue to grow, especially in his passing game. And uh, there's there's so much more to come from him. And that's, that's what people want to see. They want to see that excitement. And when Flacco was in there, the team didn't seem excited. The fans didn't seem excited. And just the viewers just – you know, it just yeah. just didn't seem excited. So I mean, just best of luck to him. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes with coaches and with players, I mean, sometimes it's just time for you to move right, on and, right. and, and and move to your next destination. I mean, I, I agree with Harbaugh. I'm I'm sure there's a lot of there's still a lot of quarterback needy teams out here. Mm -hmm. So I'm quite sure he'll be able to find a gig. So, you know, so long for Flacco being a Raven. Is his contract up or is it or is it just like they're t they're talking? You know what? I believe this was the last year of his contract, okay, and that, so that's why makes it easy. That's why Lamar Jack. That's part of the reason why they moved up uh, in the first round, right. moved back into the first round to choose uh, Lamar Jackson uh, in the first round of the NFL draft. So, looks like Flacco will be moving on. Lamar Jackson will be the starting quarterback for the Ravens for years to come, and uh, so that uh, you know, for, so in, for that particular matchup. The uh, um, you said it was the Ravens and uh, who are they playing? Yeah, the, who they're playing next week? Chargers. They're playing the uh, the Chargers. I'm sorry, the Chargers yeah. playing the Patriots. Oh man, the in Patriots. Foxborough. In Foxborough. Wow, that should that should be quite a matchup. So we'll right. get to that. But before we get to that, let's get to the last and I would say most exciting game <laughs> of the uh of the wild card weekend. <laughs> uh, uh, the Eagles, uh the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles at the Chicago Bears. The Eagles pull out a nail biter, 16-15, featuring the double doink the field double goal. Doink. The do <laughs> <laughs> the double doink field goal. Man. Man. Cody Parkey, boy. He 
He ran off that field. They was booing him. <laughs> <laughs> they was upset. I was watching this one fan on Facebook. He posted a Facebook Live. He was cursing, walking oh, out the man. stadium. Oh, I mean, my goodness. And then you got the bear falling over, like, went after he missed it and just all kinds of stuff, man. Cody Parker was playing it cool, though, man. He was playing it cool, like, hey, this this happens, man. And it does happen, man. It, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I think uh, uh, Khalil Mack might have posted something. Somebody, one of the guys posted something, uh, you know, uh, Defending him, and you know it's it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. You come out there, and you you just gotta to kick the ball. But just in that situation, in that pressure situation, you know, some people, the average person, doesn't realize how uh, how tough it is. A uh, thirty-five yard field goal. Can you even make a thirty-yard, five-yard field goal on just a regular, uh, just a yeah, regular just... thing? So you know, it's not easy. But um, you know, uh, on the other side, you know, you know, he's he's got a job to do. So you know. Uh, I mean, that's not the first time he's missed some big kicks. So, I mean, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough to watch, man. It was it was it was tough to to see that happen to him. But I mean, you know, the the Eagles prevail. And they it did. Just, it has a feeling of last year, man. What they're doing, how they're starting. Like I think they beat the Falcons last year by like one point in yeah. the first round. So, yeah. I mean, it's got that kind of feeling. Uh, you know, we'll 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 see. Uh, what was your what was your perception of the game on the ending on the on the game and all? Well, well, definitely. Yeah, let, let me kind of set up the scene just in case. I'm pretty sure most people have seen it, but I, I will just kind of set it up. So the Eagles marched down the field. They were down what 15 to 10. Something like they that. They were down 15 to 10. Uh, they score a touchdown. Nick Foles throws a touchdown pass to Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Um, so <clears throat> Chicago gets the ball back. They come down. They get it in field goal range. I believe you said it was a 35-yard field goal. Something like that, yeah. 35-yard field goal. So Cody Parkey hits it. It hits the left upright. It it doinks off the left upright. Then doinks off the crossbar. <laughs> and then goes back into the field to play as, as a missed field goal. So, oh, man, that was heartbreaking. Well, you forget that uh, uh, they iced him. Oh, they so, did because he missed the. He, I mean, he, he made, made the first. He one. made it the first. That's one, right. But I'm they sorry. The timeout. And, and you know when when after he made that first one, and they called the time. You know they called the timeout before he kicked it. So they got the, the Eagles was awarded uh, the timeout. The timeout. Uh, so and he makes it. I was like, and I think a lot of people. Would, I just had a feel. I'm like, man, he's going. <laughs> He gonna miss this. He gonna miss this. And when and after he made the first one, and he called the timeout. Cody Parker just started shaking his head, and I'm like, man, he. It's yeah, like, he I gonna, mean, he's going. It's like you saw everything coming to fruition. Because I'm like, when they had the fourth, even before before they scored, when it was uh, you know, uh, when they was down by a touchdown or, or so, when Nick Foles was driving before he threw that pass goal team, I'm like, yo, they're about to score. Like, yeah. you just seeing it all kind of just just happening right before your eyes. And, and you know, so it was just uh, it was just interesting to see that. No, it was. It was. I mean, it, it was a hard-fought game. I mean, you know, uh, not to sound like Jody from the borough, but, you know, both teams play hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They did. They oh, did. And, and, you know, Ron Mexico would be real proud of you today. Right, man. right. Yeah, you know, because you made that pick. And, we'll, you know. keep it, we'll keep it traditional live, I guess, man. <laughs> but, you know, if you have, if you don't know what we're talking about, check out our last episode with uh, 
with Ron Mexico and uh and uh and Jody, and Jody from the Borough. Jody from the Borough. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth with the analysis, man. <laughs> AKA click Chris Collinsworth. So check out our, our, our previous episode. But just to just to give you some information on that game, uh, you know, it's rare that, you know, teams uh lose or or you know, rarely that teams win uh when they are when they lose the plus minus. Yeah. So yeah. basically the Eagles had two turnovers, but they didn't defensively, they didn't force any turnovers. Wow. So it's very rare that a team can win yeah, uh, in that yeah. situation, but they were able to pull it out. You know, uh, you know, we talked about Trubisky, but Trubisky did what he's supposed to do. He, had, he, did. Uh, he did. He threw over 300 yards. Uh, now, he didn't have any touchdown passes, but he did help them help. Get Cody Parkey in the field, field goal, goal range, range yep. with uh you know uh you know a pass and, and Tariq Cohen had that uh that run that that run back to midfield yeah on yeah. kickoff so he did you know Mr. Bisky did what he was supposed to do uh you know just Cody Parkey just wasn't able to, to finish it at the end yeah so the Eagles they continue the magic Mad Dog they continue the magic so the he Eagles. Um, they actually they'll move on. They'll play on. Well, I, and I, I don't know if I said this earlier, but so the Chargers will play the play the Patriots on Sunday, correct? And the Eagles will play the Saints also on Sunday. That correct. the Eagles uh, versus the Saints uh, in New Orleans will be the late game. The Chargers um, against the Patriots in Foxborough will be the early game. So Eagles move on. So. Why don't we move on with the Eagles and talk a little bit about the divisional round of the NFL Correct. playoffs? So we have two games on Saturday, which will be uh, the Colts, in, the Colts, excuse me, uh, in Kansas City to play the Chiefs. And uh, as we talked about a little bit earlier, the Cowboys will will travel out to LA to play the LA Rams. So, what are you thinking about this uh, Colts? Colts. I don't know why I can't say that today. Colts. <laughs> the Colts. Uh, playing the Chiefs on Saturday in the divisional round of the playoffs. What well, the Colts, the Colts are hot coming in. Andrew Luck has a uh, playoff experience, but you, you're going against, and you know, uh, you're going against Andy Reid, who, first of all, is tremendous coming off the ball. Basically, all the the top teams uh, or the home teams for that for that fact uh, have coaches that are really good coming off uh, uh, having an extra week yeah, to okay. prepare. So. Yeah. Um, you know, Andy Reid is really good in that territory. Um, now, I know that uh, historically he does not have a good playoff, playoff record. Record. You know, he had that run. He had some wins when he was with the Eagles. But, you know, uh, a lot of his his downfall in the playoffs, uh, you know, was when he was with Alex Smith, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, when, he's, when he was with McNabb, he actually had decent uh, – he did well in the playoffs now. He got to the Super Bowl one year. They lost a couple times, uh, you know. So, um, you know, but I'm – I think all these games are going to be tough. Uh, you know, like I said, I really like Andrew Luck. So, you got you got several different factors that's going to play. Uh, so, on one hand, you got Indianapolis who, again, like I said before, their defense is very underrated. Uh, their defense is very good. You got Andrew Luck, who has some some good uh, playoff experience, and he's playing hot right now. He's actually uh, second. He actually in the regular season he was second in touchdowns behind the guy that he's facing this week, which is Patrick Mahomes. Now uh, I don't expect that uh, Chiefs defense to be able to uh, stop uh, the Colts because they're probably one of the worst defenses in the league. 
But uh, their offense is spectacular. I mean, there's you got a guy out there in Patrick Mahomes that, you know, he's doing all kinds of things. He had 50 touchdowns in the regular season. Oh, man. MVP. I mean, he's just a supreme talent. Um, so that combined with Andy Reid having some extra time, uh, I'm going to bypass um, his – his ish Andy Reid's coaching issues playoff in the past, history in the past. Well, I won't uh, say I won't say playoff history, but I'll say just some of his struggles in certain right. playoff scenarios, especially with the Chiefs. Right, um, but they are an Arrowhead. Um, I don't think that the uh, Colts defense they may be able to slow down uh, the Chiefs a little bit, but they're not going to be able to stop them. Um, my concern is the Chiefs defense, but. Uh, with this game, you're going to have to outscore the Chiefs. Yeah. And I don't think that Indianapolis has the firepower. Uh, even though I like India, I like Indianapolis, man. I think it, it you know, I think that I, I like their story this year with Andrew Luck and everything. Um, but I, I don't think that they can, that they, that they have enough weapons to, to uh, outscore the Chiefs, which is what it's going to come down to. Because when you're playing that type of team, you're going to have to outscore them because you can score on them. But you're just going to have to outscore them, and that's something I don't think the the indie defense can do. I'm not saying they won't be able to, but uh, yeah, I like uh, I like the Chiefs in this matchup. Okay, okay. Well, I do have one other question for you. So, do you think it's going to be high scoring? Eh? Um, I no, no. Actually, I think the Chiefs. I don't think the indie. I don't think Indy is going to be able to score as oh, much okay. as because. Even though the Chiefs' defense is not uh, anywhere near Houston, Houston pretty much shut them down in the second half. Yeah, yeah. And they showed uh, some limitations. So um, I think that uh, I think this game might not even be close. Oh, okay. So I think the Chiefs are going to—they're going to come out. They're—they're they're well rested. They're going to come out and they're going to—they're um, going—they're going to come out the races and. Uh, Indy, it could be a high-scoring game, but I don't think this game is going to be close at all. Well, yeah, there are some very intriguing things about this matchup. <clears throat> like you said, well, it's going to be interesting to see if the Colts' offense with Marlon Mack and uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton, um, you know, starring for the most part on the offense, of course, along with Andrew Luck, can uh, hold up against that Chiefs' offense uh, if they can score enough points to stay in the game. Also, something that I think is going to be very interesting, Mad Dog, to see is I want to see now that the Chiefs have kind of had some more time to, <clears throat> excuse me, adjust to Kareem Hunt not being there any longer. You know, it was a kind of a shock the way that happened in right. the middle of the season. And if you follow the Chiefs a little bit, there was kind of a uh, there was a, a minor dip in their offensive production just because, again, I mean, just to have like a top five running back taken out of your offense, you know, I mean, it's, it's it's obvious that you would uh, – I won't say obvious, but, I mean, you can expect to be some kind of dip. Yeah. Uh, but now that they've had time, you know, they've had this buy, uh, <clears throat> you know, they've had time to – Andy Reid has had time to look and see how he can – change the offense to better fit the pieces that he has now without Kareem Hunt. I'm very interested to see how the offense looks when they come out against the Colts. But I, I agree with you. Um, the Colts play very well against the Texans, um, even though, you know, the Texans, uh, they have a decent offense, but mm -hmm. they were just inexperienced yeah. all the way around. Um, 
I'm not sure. Lamar Miller, the, the the starting running back for the Texans, he may have been in the playoffs one time. We know Deshaun Watson has never been in the playoffs. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, maybe he's been once or, or even twice, but I don't think they've won since he's been there because it seems like outside of Deshaun Watson, every time they went, they had some kind of quarterback issue right. when, if they, when they made it to the playoffs. So I think it was kind of easier uh, for the Colts defense who are playing better. I don't want I'm not disrespecting them, but I mean the the Houston Texans offense and the Chiefs offense no like you were talking about. Yeah. The, the Chiefs offense is like a, a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. So so no I, I agree with you. Um I, I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs on this one. Um I think maybe I I, I would say maybe it's close in the first half and I, I think in the second half, I think the Chiefs open it up. I mean, just because it's the playoffs, I don't think it would be. I would, I would give the Chiefs a double digit win. Right. I don't think it's going to be like a you know a Clemson Alabama situation or like three or four touchdowns. But I'll give it a, a, a ten, anywhere from ten to seventeen point win. I think the Chiefs are going to pull that one out at home. I think the they're going to come out early. They're going to get at them, and I think. Uh, the the difference is going to be because with when they played the Colts, played the Texans, uh, I, I talked about this before and you talked about it early, uh, Marlon Mack was able to get going. I think that the Texans are going to get up early, which is going to take him. Take the of, running game take away. Take the running game out of the way. Now you can put, put um, you can put, you know, the ball in Andrew Luck's hands and let him take over the game. Uh, so, you know, that, that may, uh, you know they they may be able to score with them early, but I think that that factor is really at the end is really going to hurt uh, the Colts more than it's going to help. Just having it all on Andrew Luck. So I believe we're we're both in in agreement that uh, in agreement that uh, we we're both seeing the Chiefs pull that game out uh, that early game out on Saturday. Correct. Okay. Okay. Well, moving on to the NFC matchup on Saturday, it'll be the Dallas Cowboys playing the LA Rams in Los Angeles. And I'll start off with this one. Um, I'm going to go with the home team here. Um, I know the Rams defense has been struggling. Um, it, it, there, there's some some real, some real really good matchups here. You have the Cowboys running game against the Rams run defense that hasn't been that great right, this right. year. Um, and then you have uh, the Rams offense, which is uh, one of the best, if not the best in the NFC against the Cowboys defense, which if it's not one of the if it's not the best, one of the best in the NFC, the Cowboys defense. So there is like, you know, we, we see some uh, some strength against strength. And then in that other scenario with the running game and the running defense, the strength against a weakness. Um, I think that. um the Rams took their lumps last year yeah. when the Falcons came out to L.A. and beat them. And I think Sean McVay and uh, and those guys, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff, all those guys remember that loss. And I, I think it's going to be uh, you know a really big thing for them to make sure that they protect home field this time around and yeah. win the game. Um, again, I, I think that it'll be nip and tuck for a while, but I, I just I think the Rams – have more have they have more on offense and they're more innovative on offense and they have more weapons and I think at the end of the day I think that's going to uh win out. I don't I don't think it's going to be necessarily a high scoring affair. I think it maybe it'll be uh in the 20s 
or low 30s. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, I think the off I think the Rams offense is just a little bit better than the Cowboys defense. Yeah, here's my concern with the Rams though. The Rams um they did not end the season well. Uh and usually, you know, teams now it's, it could be hit or miss, but usually teams that are usually hotter going into the playoffs, they they have a better uh a playoff run. Now, um, you know, the event there's the Rams have, you know, all the talent uh in the world, uh, and they have a supreme coach, young coach, Sean McVay, he's, who's another coach that when he has extra time to prepare, uh, his team uh, usually does well. Um, you know, the Rams, they're at home, which they were 7-1 this year. Uh, the the Dallas Cowboys was 3-5 and five on the road, so advantage there, Rams, right? And then uh, also, you know, since, but with, with the Cowboys, uh, since they got Amari Cooper, uh, they've actually uh, been doing a lot better in the, in the passing game. Now, they do have limitations with, with Dak, um, and the Rams have limitations on defense. The Rams, you know, coming into the season, on paper, you probably would think that the Rams were probably going to be the best defensive team uh, this year with the addition of uh, King Tlaib, uh Marcus Peter- Peterson, and uh, Adam Kinsu. Uh but they just haven't lived up uh, to the standard uh that they, they had coming uh, in the beginning of the season. And it's interesting. I don't mean to cut in, but it's interesting because they actually did play very well at the beginning of the season. And then right. Aqib Tlaib got hurt for a few games. I think he had a, some kind of ankle injury. And then they just kind of fell off the wagon. I don't know exactly what happened, but, um, you know, from that point when Aqib Tlaib got hurt, they just kind of struggled struggled on the defensive end. So uh, it, it's going to be a very, uh, a very, very interesting matchup. Right, right. And then you got Zeke Elliott, uh, who's the NFL leading rusher this year, uh, 14, uh, 1, 1,400 yards. And then you got uh, Todd Gurley on the other side, uh, who was second. Uh, who had twenty one touchdowns in only fourteen games? So you oh, know wow. you got you got um you got uh, you know a lot of, a lot of um, uh, things going on, uh, but I think uh, the difference to me is that I feel like they're going to you're not going to stop Zeke, so you let Zeke do his thing. Uh, Dak is limited, but but Dak can run. He right? can. Yeah, can. He's he- limited. And you let Amari Cooper kind of do his thing a little bit because, you know, I don't think he's going to explode, but he's going to – I think he's going to be consistent. He's going to get 10 yards here, five yards there, maybe bust out a 35-yard. But I think the difference with this game that's going to help the Rams pull it out, and I am going for the Rams, uh, is that those other guys, those other wide receivers, Gallup, Cole Beasley, I don't know if uh, the other guy's hurt or not. Hearns? Yeah, Hearns, I, I, don't I don't know, know if, if he's I don't think Hearns not. is playing. They're tight end. I think that they're going to let Amari Cooper do his thing. They're going to keep Dak just limited because Dak is limited. They're going to let Zeke do his thing, but not let those other guys really explode. Because I believe Gallup had a, a touchdown last game. I think if they can – when they do keep those other guys in check, I think that's really going to be the difference with Sean McVay coaching scheme. I think they're going to be they're going to pull it out. But I I, I could kind of see this Cowboy game going like the Saints game did earlier in the season, where they're gonna they're going to try to rough. Not you're not going to stop Todd Gurley. Yeah. You're not going to stop yeah. Todd Gurley. 
Um, now, he is coming off of injury, so we'll have to see how, how he, he does. I think the difference is going to be the how they play, how the Rams play the Cowboys wide receivers, and how Jared Goff can play against that tough, tough Cowboys defense. No, I I agree. I agree. Um, I, I think I think all of those, uh, you know, all of those are great points. Like I said, I just think I think the Rams have learned their lesson from that home loss against the Falcons last year. I think <clears throat> they're they, um, you know, the the Cowboys to their credit, uh, they did a you know they did a great job bringing Amari Cooper in in the middle of the year to to bolster their offensive weapons to give their offense some more juice. But I just think the Rams, uh, you know, have a little bit more. I think they'll have enough to pull out the game. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be a high scoring affair. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I think at the end of the day. I think the Rams offense is going to be able to outlast the Cowboys defense uh, for the Rams to pull it out. Uh, so, so we're both, we're both taking the Rams both on Saturday. The Rams, both taking the Rams. Okay. Okay. Moving on to Sunday. The first Sunday game will be the LA Superchargers versus the, uh, go New- Chargers. Go <laughs> <laughs> the LA Superchargers against the new England Patriots in Foxborough. So, Mad Dog, what you got on that divisional matchup? Uh, so, we got the Chargers and the Patriots, huh? Um, so, what we got? We got the Patriots, who uh, are 7-0 at home seven and at home this year, I believe, right? I got uh, the mastermind, uh, Bill Belichick, um, who, again, uh, has excellent record coming off of extra, extra time um, of uh, preparation. Um, I think there's going to be a couple key uh, key matchups in this game. Uh, I think that um, the the it's the the one of the key matchups is going to be that uh, that Chargers defense against the um, the Patriots running attack. Okay, because yeah. I think the the Patriots it, it's going to be important for them because they even though in the past Tom has done more with less it it's not really this year's is yeah. just a little bit different story i mean he has less and he's older right which is, uh, you know and again i'm not trying to i mean i'm not a tom brady friend fan but i'm not i'm not hating on him but i mean what is he 41 now yeah, is he 40 41 like and i mean you know josh gordon is gone um it's obvious that you know multiple report multiple reports Rob Gronkowski is not the same guy right. he used to be. I think that's we're gonna have to see how he comes out too. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just not the same. I mean, they as the saying goes, Mad Dog, Father Tom is undefeated. Right. So they're gonna have to lean on Sony Michelle and have James White spread out and do his thing in the backfield for them to uh to win this game. Um but that Chargers defense, we talked about them earlier, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, I think are gonna play a huge part in this game. Uh you know, if the Patriots can get that running attack going early, then obviously that's going to uh, set them up for the play action, and Tom's going to be able to have more openings. But Julian's not not looking good. You know, uh, you know, you lost uh, Josh Gordon. Um, you can't you can't go against the Patriots in the playoffs. But I think just talent wise, the Chargers uh, um, are way uh, past uh, beyond. The, the Patriots as far as talent on both uh, on both sides of the ball. So how could you not go with the Chargers, right? 
Well, yeah, I'm definitely going with the Chargers. I mean, I, on, on the AFC side, I still have some thinking to do about my NFC Super Bowl pick, but I, I'm still I'm sticking with the Chargers on the, on the AFC side. So I'm going to roll with the Chargers uh, against the Patriots. My my only my my main uh my main concern is you know the Chargers flying across country, you know uh, even though they did play in Baltimore last week, but you know flying across across country, um, I'm sure it's probably going to be cold in Foxborough um, on Sunday. So that's really my only concern. But I, I feel like. You know, the better team is the Chargers, just kind of like what you were alluding to. I mean, they're better on defense. Um, they're better on offense. I mean, really on offense, I, I would say the the only, um, you know, the, the is you know, I guess you could say is debatable between Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers. Now, I mean, of course, legacy-wise, you know, there's really no comparison. But, I mean, if you want to take the two quarterbacks as they are today – you know, I, I think it's debatable as to which one you would take um, as far as Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady is concerned just today in this season. So um, I think that uh, the Chargers will be able to uh, take away, like you said, they, the, the Patriots lean on the run now because yeah. they can't lean on Tom Brady as much as they used to in the past. So they've been leaning on the run, especially with Josh Gordon, you know, gone. Uh, because he actually had quickly become one of Tom Brady's go-to guys. Mm -hmm. So um, I think they're going to take somewhat of the same philosophy. The Chargers will take somewhat of the same philosophy um, into Foxborough. That stopped the run first. And then, uh, you know, I think maybe they'll give Tom Brady some of that dink and dunk, you know, how they like to do. Right, they're right. just going to focus on keeping them out of the end zone. Right, right, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I see we're we're in a, we're in a lot of agreement for these matchups, but I mean, you know, I, I got a roll of, you know, that I appreciate you giving me a, the credit a, a couple of podcasts ago. I mean, Tom Brady's just not the same guy anymore. I mean, it's not really his fault. I mean, he's still he's still he's good. Still Don't get me done. wrong. Yeah, and they did end done. off the regular season on a high note. So they did look good. Their last two games, their last couple of games, they actually looked better than they, the best they did all year. So yeah, yeah. that well, makes me know. a little nervous. That makes me a little – and they are still the Patriots. So, you know, but, you know, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go against them. I'm going to go against them. <laughs> yeah, so that – I mean, that should be a real interesting game. That should be a real yeah. interesting game. Um, I think, you know, well, actually all of these games look to be – to 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 be uh, – to me, I think, to be very competitive, maybe outside of – uh, that that Colts Chiefs game because I kind of agree with you. I think that that game uh, the Chiefs may end up with some breathing breathing room. Um, at, you know when it's all said and done. Right. But uh, moving on to the last matchup on Sunday, the last matchup of divisional round weekend will be the uh, Philadelphia Eagles versus the New Orleans Saints um, uh, in New Orleans. So, um, and I guess I'll start off with this one. I'll start off with this one. Man, um, <laughs> it's hard for me to go against the Eagles, Saint man. Nick, boy. It's Saint hard, Nick, man. Boy. I'm gonna tell you, like I, you know, Dang. the Saints have been playing really well. I mean, I know they've had they had a couple of hiccups, even though late in the season, but they were still strong enough as a team to pull out those games. And what I mean by hiccups, uh, you know, that game against Dallas. Uh, the game against the Panthers, even though they were able to win that game, 
Um, uh, and I mean, you really the last game against the Panthers. I mean, you really can't call that a, hic- a hiccup. They really didn't play anyone in that game. But I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, Mad Dog. I mean, even in that last game against the Panthers, I mean. You know, he had, uh, you know, Sean Payton had the first string defense in there. And I mean, they were playing against a third string quarterback who had just been called up from the practice squad. And I mean, they just they didn't really put up that too much of a resistance. Oh, what's this you talking about? The, the last game against, against the Panthers. Against the Panthers. Yeah. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not saying that that's some type of uh, prelude into what's going to happen on Sunday. But I just kind of expected them to at least put up some type of resistance against it, being that this guy is so young, he had just come from the practice squad. I mean, in that game, the Panthers went down and scored on their first three possessions. But um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know, I'm going to step out on a limb, man. I'm, I'm going to go Eagles. Gonna I'm going to go Eagles. Eagles. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not really any reason I should, but um, I mean – until they lose, man, with Nick Foles in the playoffs, I mean, why not? You Slick know, Nick, boy, it's kind of like Nick. even though we both are going against the Patriots, it's kind of like you know people who pick the Patriots in games. I mean, if you would have picked the Patriots, or even if I would have picked the Patriots, I mean, you can't be mad at that. I mean, to you actually see them go down, right. you know, it's hard to pick against them. So. I'm gonna go with the Eagles, man. They've been winning the, you know, win the double doink, you know, missed field goal. I mean, you know, Nick Foles taking them through the playoffs and and, and the Philly special in the Super Bowl last year. Philly, I'm just Philly. gonna keep riding the wave, man. I'm gonna keep riding the wave. Um, if they can, I mean, you know, if they can, the, the Saints. It, it, it's funny how both of these teams, the Saints and the Patriots, they have uh, now. You know their their offensive schemes are similar, not not the scheme itself, but they both lean heavily on the run game now. Yeah. Um. Now, if you ask me, I feel like Drew Brees at this point is maybe a little better quarterback than Tom Brady. Again, it's no, I'm not trying to disrespect. They're both Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Um. You know, some people think Brady is the greatest of all time. I mean, it's really hard to argue against that. But I think right now in this season, in this moment, that Brees might be a little bit better. But they both lean on the running back very heavily. Um, Michael Thomas is the Saints' uh, best wide receiver, but he's not a deep threat. Yeah. So, you know, he's an intermediate, you know, possession type receiver. So, and, you know, and the Eagles, as we saw um, against the Bears, I mean, you know, the Eagles have a formidable pass rush. Yeah. So if they can get into Drew Brees' space, if they can get him off his spot, yeah. um, you know, they'll have a, a good chance of winning the game. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Eagles in another close one. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Okay, the Eagles. <laughs> so, uh you know, these two teams did match up uh, in week 11. It was a blowout. Uh, obviously, It was. I, I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Obviously, I don't, what was it, 44 to Yeah, I mean, it was it was a laugher, as something, they call them. Something crazy. And Carson Wentz was still in. You didn't have the Knicks Foles factor, which is a factor for the Eagles. Uh, so uh, to, uh, as of today, the Eagles are not the same team as, as, that, uh, as that blowout in week 11. Um, so you kind of got to go with, uh, you know, who has the, the advantage. And, you know, um, if you look at the quarterback perspectives, you know, uh, Nick Foles went head-to-head with, with one of the greatest last year in the Super he Bowl. He did in the Super Bowl. Right. So uh, you can't just automatically get that to, um, Drew, to Brees. Drew Brees. But I think Drew Brees is still obviously a better quarterback. Um, running back situations, um, you know, you got Mark Ingram, you got Alan Kamara. That's pretty much all you need. Um, you know, uh, advantage, advantage Saints. Um, you know, how will 
Alvin Kamara be able to and you made a point earlier with them with um Michael Thomas uh not being a they don't really have a deep threat. Alvin Kamara is their deep threat. You know what I'm saying? So that is really that is a huge concern for the Saints is that they're unable to really go down the field like they uh were able to in the past. Now, now I did forget. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut, but I do want to add that Ted Ginn will be back. Okay. So he will play now. Okay. How he plays is, you know, he right. was, he he had a leg injury. They, they put they that. put him on uh, the, uh, uh, you know, he was uh, they put him on the injured reserve for a while. The the injured reserve in which you can bring a player back in the same season. Yeah. Um. So he he will be active. He he will be playing in this game. So I'm go ahead. I just wanted to add that. Okay. So uh, and that I, that that adds you know so a deep threat, which is what they need. Uh. So, you know, excuse me. You look at the wide receivers. I think it's pretty much even. You got Alshon Jeffrey. You got Golden Tate. Uh. With the Saints, you got uh you know uh, Michael Thomas, and then that's about it. You got the boy Traquan Smith, who uh, I believe had a touchdown last time they played the Eagles. He did, he did. And then you got your boy coming back, uh, Ted Ginn. So they're about even. So offensive-wise, I say advantage Saints, right? I I agree, I agree. Defensive-wise, I think it's about even. I think that the Eagles may have a little bit better uh, defense overall. Um, Even though the Saints have been playing better, I think the Saints uh, D-backs actually have been playing better uh, this year. Than they have last year, but um, maybe overall, defensive wise, scheme wise, just the camaraderie that they have together, I'll say it's a, a small advantage equals. Uh, so I'm going to look at home field. I'm going to look at the home field advantage. Uh, the Saints, like I said before, they only lost uh, one game, and that was Week One in the Dome. Uh, you know, and against the Bucks, against which, the Bucks, which. That's crazy even to think of, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I guess, just <laughs> I guess the box, right? Uh, but I think that what was really key is is how um, how that offensive line for the Saints is going to be able to protect Drew Brees. Because if you get him off his spot a lot, as you can see, he he can um, he can miss some throws. He uh, you know he's not at very mobile, uh, but he's mobile enough. But you know um, if he if he's if he's going to have the opportunity to pick you apart. Game over, yeah. uh, but um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I've been going against the Eagles, so I'm gonna keep going against the Eagles <laughs> just because. Ron Mexico <laughs> for Ron he Mexico. Got you, Ron. I'm gonna he get got him you. again. So I'm gonna just stay going against the Eagles. Um, but man, it's it's it feels like last year, man, all over, <laughs> all over again with this Eagles team. I don't know what it is about Nick Foles, man, with with that team, but. He, I think the issue with you know him and Carson, Carson wins zones in on Zach Ertz, where yeah. Nick Foles he just throws to the throws open, to the open guy, throws yeah. to the open guy, and just let them. Uh, so so guys are running routes knowing that they could possibly get the ball. Where yeah. with with uh, with uh, uh, Carson Wentz, maybe they didn't they didn't run the routes a hundred percent because they know that he's probably most of the time. Uh, is going to go to Zach Ertz. So I don't know what it is. The defense is hyped up. There's they 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 got Doug Peterman, <laughs> Doug Peterson. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Doug Peterson now. I was calling him Doug Peterman all year because he was it, he was a glimpse of him old, his old self, but he was also uh, coaching like Nathan Peterman. So <laughs> so, he, so I, he gets my respect to call him Doug Peterson now. Uh, so I mean, with that Eagles team, you never know which team is going to show up. You got Nick Foles. 
their height, they're defending Super Bowl champs, but I'm still going to go with the Saints. Okay, okay, so you're going with the Saints. So, the Saints. so let, let's do a quick, a quick uh, a recap. So we had, I'm, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to ride the wave. You know what I'm saying? Go with the Eagles. You have the Saints. I got the Saints. Uh, we we both went with the Chargers, right? Go Chargers, go. LA Super Chargers. We both got the Chargers. Um, we I know I, I took the Rams. Did you take the Rams? I took the Rams. I took the Rams, okay. I took the Rams. And, and we both took the Chiefs. And we, I conf- I'm confidently taking the Chiefs. Confidently taking the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be, um, as I said, at least three out of four of those games is going to be, uh, I, I believe, very interesting games. Like I said, really, if you look at all, you know how you just broke down the stats and the teams in this last game that we just talked about, the Eagles and the Saints. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, if you just you looked at the stats and took out all the emotional and what we've seen right. last year from the Eagles, right. you would probably go with the Saints. Right. But like I said, I'm just going to ride the wave. I mean, you don't, you know, it's not every day you get the double doink missed field goal. <laughs> You know what I'm wow. saying? So you get the double doink. You know, you got the Philly special last year in the Super Bowl. I what mean, next? Nick Foles just seems to be on fire right now. Nick so. Foles is going to start returning kicks and running <laughs> back. Yeah. Yeah. For real. So, um, oh, man, it's shaping up to be yeah. a great a great divisional round, man. We're looking forward to it. It's going to yeah, be hype. Baby. And yeah. what we're going to do. You know, until until we get up to the Super Bowl, we're going to come back next week so we can go over these predictions with yes. you all. Yes. And look, send your predictions in, even to uh, or uh, send them in to the Mad Dog and Mike. Uh, Mad Dog and Mike. Man, I'm telling you. Mad Dog, Mike, and Chief Show <laughs> Facebook page. We're putting in work uh, over here. Yeah. Trust us. We're putting in work. We can uh you can you can send them to uh, the Chief Media Instagram page or the Mad Dog, Mad Dog Mike. Mike. Instagram page. Yeah. Um you can they can also send uh they can they can send things to Anchor as well, right? You can send things to Anchor FM. You can comment on our YouTube channel. I mean, there's there's all kinds of uh, platforms where you can get in contact with us uh and let us know what you think and uh let us know if you feel like we're wrong or whatever Definitely. you want to say, man. Send us your picks. Let us know if you think we're wrong and why. You know, we can we can come on here and discuss that. You know, as you can see, we're trying to bring some more guests in, trying yeah. to bring some yeah. new faces. Yeah. So that's one of the new things we're doing for 2019. But we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? We're going to talk about these games, and we're going to see you all next week so we can talk about the outcomes and talk about uh, the the AFC and the AFC NFC championship the game, NFC which championship is next week, man. Hey, some man, some of Super Bowl time, man. We are, we about to hit our one year anniversary too. We man, are, we for, are for doing the show. We appreciate y'all uh, listening. We appreciate you know uh, guys coming on to the show, chopping it up with us, definitely commenting, supporting. Man, we we, we appreciate all that, man. So you know, uh, this is Mad Dog Mike signing off, leaving you with two things. Sports is another perception of life's reality. And if you're going to be a dog, be a nasty dog. L.A., L.A. <laughs> and this is your man, the Chief. And I'm going to leave you with some words from my man, 2 Chains. And what 2 Chains has told me or what he says is, if you woke up this morning, you winning. We out. <laughs>